New listeners and frequent listeners, welcome back to Take Flight Podcast. This is episode 104. We say we care about our health, but do we really? We often speak about looking after our health, our mental health, spiritual health, and physical health. But do you get yourself checked? I mean, checked by the doctor. As a gender, and specifically as ethnic minorities, it's not something we're taught, but it's something we're expected to do, getting checked by the doctor. In this episode, we explore getting your health checked by a professional, prostate cancer, and the facts around it, and more. We hope you can learn from us, and we can learn from you in the comments. So without further ado, let's get started. So it's another week, it's another episode, which means I have the privilege of speaking to the three of you. So how is everyone doing? Olu, I'll pass it over to you first. Um, it's been stressful the last few weeks, man. Um, I did a Take Flight Takeaway episode on sort of the experience of purchasing my first property through auction. Um, yeah, and it's been stressful. It's just one hurdle after another. So hopefully in the next two weeks, it should be completed. I've got to make a few decisions. Um, yeah, but it's been stressful if I'm, if I'm honest. <clears throat> And from the sounds of it, Olu, you were you were putting in the the miles for this new property. Oh. Yeah, I had to I had to drive all the way up to Liverpool, so a four hour drive um, each way. Um, so, but if you want to hear sort of the progress, experience, challenges, you should listen to episode one hundred and three of the Take Flight podcast episode. Great plug, great plug, Shawel. How are you? All good. All good. All good, Mr. Johnson. I'm back in the in the UK. I am going to be flying back to Stockholm this week, packing up all my belongings and moving to Copenhagen on Sunday officially to be there from November first onwards. But other than that, all all good. Just trying to find enough time to sleep, exercise, and stay alive. <laughs> all good. Otherwise, good to hear. Daniel, how you doing? I'm. Oh, thanks for asking. I'm. I'm doing well. Um, it's been a busy week. <laughs> <laughs> Busy at work with the the crypto markets. Um, hot market, hot, hot market. Yeah, first US Bitcoin uh, ETF was listed last Tuesday. Well, I guess just under two weeks ago when this episode comes out. So yeah, but it's been very busy, been very productive, um, but also rewarding. And Pete, how are you? Yeah, all good. Um, my younger brother actually turns twenty-seven today, so um, we're celebrating that. Twenty-seven. Yeah. <sighs> Oh. Minkailo, Minkailo. Yeah. Oh. yeah, they're growing, they go fast. So he's, he's, um, yeah, yeah, so he's 27 now, so all good. So we're celebrating that earlier. Um, family's good, I'm well. I think I had a realization on the weekend that there's only so many days left in this year. And now it's about, you know, what can I and we do from now to the end of the year, you know, to, to, to just finish strong. But it's, it's, like always, time flies. Um, and you look up and you say, you know, it's December 31st again. But always good. Well, and, before, and before we before we get into this week's um, topic, you were mentioning on the last episode about having your first COVID test. How did you feel? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I thought, I thought we had spoken. Um, I had to have, obviously, I had to take another one because when you travel back, you've got to do another one. Um, no, it's fine. You get used to it. You know, it's funny, actually, because I used, I had this 
thinking that it was actually when they put the I don't know what you call it the swab in your nose, it goes up more straight. And I said to her, "Can you show me exactly, you know, images-wise where it goes?" And it just it more goes back here, so it goes behind, right? And that's where they can detect the virus, which is why they also go in the mouth as well. So it's actually been a bit of a learning experience as well when I've been in the in the clinic. Um, you didn't do the Chinese um, the Chinese requirements. <laughs> The test. So Olu, so Olu sent me an article showing, and the article talks a little bit how they are detecting, no, how they test for COVID in China. Let's just say that we can't talk about how they do it on, on live. <laughs> but P did say if that was if P said P did say that was the case. Olu said he was quite keen. To, P said to, if that is the case, he would actually get the vaccine. So we now know how to <laughs> convince people to get a vaccine. Yeah, true, true, true. Yeah, if they want to take it to that lengths, I just say, look, I, I'm, I'm cool. I'll take it one. Cool. Well, great. Good. I'm glad to hear everyone. I'm glad to hear everyone's doing well. And for you, who's listening right now, I hope you are also doing well and have had a great week and are going to have an even better week coming. So in today's episode, it's not something we've kind of dabbled in too much. We've spoken about sort of mental health. Um, we've spoken about our faith in episodes, but we haven't really spoken about our physical health. And I'm going to kind of ex explain how I came I came to this topic, to this agenda. Yes, please. Just over a week ago, I was I went I went out to dinner with some with with two friends, and we just we had a well we had to wait before we could go in um, to to the establishment. Um, so we just went for for a brief walk, and whilst we're walking, I just I just shared or asked something. Because it's something I've been, I've been, not I've been pondering. My wife has been trying to get me to do for a while, and it's a, a colon cleanse. Not get me to do, but both of us go and have a cleanse our colons. Um, and similar, similar to that COVID test that we refer. Yeah, so to have a colon cleanse, I've always said, you know, you you go first, and and, and then I will I will go after, or I, I will consider it, and. We haven't got round to it, but then I asked my friends, I said, oh, have either of you had your colon cleansed? And one said no. One said, yeah, he actually had a colonoscopy, which is where they, you know, have to, they got the colon, have to check and they flush it out part of the procedure. Mm. And I've just never been kind of, I've been a bit fearful because of the part of the body it's going into. And I'm like, yeah, yeah that's not really for me. So I just wanted to kind of get a male's opinion on that whole procedure before going. And then someone said, but wait, have you had not had your prostate checked? And I said, no. He's like, what well, are you not going to? I was like, but when do you do it? Do you not get a message? Do you not get a text or called up by the GP? He said, no, <clears> you <throat> just have to go by yourself. And then it made me think of like, unless I had that conversation, I wouldn't have been proactively thinking about going to check or have your prostate checked. As you get older, your, your likelihood of, um, of contracting prostate cancer increases. And that's how this whole kind of conversation came, because unless I'd spoken up and spoken about the, the colon part and, you know, it's not necessarily something you have a, a conversation you have with everyone, um, you know, it requires some sort of transparency, some honesty, and maybe in some cases vulnerability. It's not something you would necessarily have in general conversation. And it made me then think about the four of us and also our friendship groups outside of this and talking about our general health, whether it's been having a prostate checked or just your health in general how often do we speak about it how often do we actually get checked ourselves do we think that we have to wait that to a certain age 
before we do it or what? So that's how I formed this agenda. So without further ado, let's get right into it. So after that introduction, um, it's clear to say I haven't had my prostate checked. But first, first round of question is, P, have you had your prostate checked? <laughs> you already know the answer. <laughs> but in all seriousness... Bear in mind, guys, P only took his first COVID test like last week, so I think... <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so that's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. So I haven't, I haven't. Um, but you know one thing I have been thinking about, right? Look at the approach I've taken with drafting the will. My approach there has been get one as soon as possible. It has nothing to do with age. It's about thinking of what's best for the family, what's best for long-term. And I should actually take the same thinking and approach to being checked because it actually is the same, it's in the same space, right? And I haven't, I just don't have it in my horizon. I don't, I don't plan for it. I don't plan to get to, to check myself or check any part of my body by somebody else part of my wife <laughs> so <laughs> so it's it's and the question i'm asking myself as we're talking now yeah is why is that and we're going to get into why but to answer your question um no um and also to double on that answer i don't even plan to okay maybe this conversation maybe the conversation will change my thing okay i'll share some facts in a moment but olu have you no okay hey, but and then but maybe add to that question. Did you? Did you? Did, wait, okay. I know. Before I get to that, sure. How about you? So, um, prostate mm. check, no. General health check, I've had a few, but we can go into that later in the episode. But prostate check, no. And to be honest, Daniel, I've not thought about it. But when you shared the agenda for this, I did think about getting it done. But I haven't done it so far. Before the episode, or. <laughs> We find together test for the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't. I don't. I don't know if it, if I could find somewhere quick enough to test me that quickly. But. The, the thing I will say though is I am quite. I am quite. You guys are gonna fight. You start laughing. It's not. It's not a laughing matter. I am quite. Um, I was aware of the colon cleanse. I was. Yeah. Daniel, you messaged me saying, "Do you know about this procedure?" And I knew yeah. about it. I think. It, I, I think I once saw it on TV on a documentary many many years ago, and I just thought. Wouldn't that be like, wouldn't I was almost thinking in a very, I don't know, dumb way, would you not feel lighter after having that that procedure done? Right? Would it not make you feel more <laughs> nimble and flexible? So it's it's <laughs> especially, I, I, especially like the way that you sometimes EP. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. So I do wonder, because because not everything comes out, right? If you had that done, how much how better you would feel. So that one actually mm -hmm. Despite where they're actually putting it, I'm actually quite um I'm interested in doing that one. Okay. Okay, so I know we've been joking and stuff, but I want to share some some figures that might alarm you, may not, but also for our listeners as well. I think this is an episode where we can educate one another and also I've certainly learned uh, a lot from. So first of all, I'll kind of say what is a prostate. So the prostate is a gland. It is usually the size and shape of a walnut and grows bigger as you get older. It sits underneath the bladder and surrounds the urethra, which is the tube that carries urine out of the body. The prostate's main job is to help make semen the fluid that carries sperm. So that's what the prostate, the prostate gland is and also its function. So how you get checked for this is a gloved finger goes into the rectum and fills the prostate to see if it's hard or lumpy or if there are any abnormal areas. 
And for me, from the sound of that, it puts me off straight away. That's why I've never been forthcoming about, yeah, I'm going to get it checked. Because it's it feels like, let's just say, intrusive. a violation. Intrusive. Yeah. It doesn't sound like the most pleasant experience or the most pleasant thing. And that's why I've sort of shied away from it. But then coming back to the facts and I'll focus on the UK, prostate cancer is the most common cancer in men. More than 47,500 men are diagnosed with prostate cancer every day. Every year, sorry. That's 129 men every day. Every 45 minutes, one man dies from prostate cancer. That's more than 11,500 men every year. One in eight men will be diagnosed with prostate cancer in their lifetime. Around 400,000 men are living with and after prostate cancer. The cancer itself affects men mainly well, affects mainly men over 50 and your risk increases with age. The risk is even higher for black men and men with a family history of prostate cancer. Did any of you know or were aware of those sorts of facts? And those, those, so those, those when stats? you first asked the question, I did think it was quite um, early for us to get it checked. And maybe you'll correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you're supposed to get it down when you're in your forties. My understanding is when you get it checked. Um, and then also, yeah, I think the key thing was also, do you have a history of like in your family members who have um, mm. prostate cancer? So I think those are the reasons why at the age of 30, I, it wasn't sort of a priority for me to focus on it. Um, but I do see the importance of men actually getting checked. Um, but yeah, I think early detection, obviously, is better. It's, no, I agree with you about that 40 part. I don't know whether what danger range is, but I, I recall having a conversation with some, a group of, you know, uh, young men uh, earlier this year, and it was around um, this topic. And someone said, no, you're not too young. You're not too young to yeah. get checked. And you should get it checked periodically over, over the years. It's not something that's just suddenly going to appear. Yeah. And it's just good to get to get checked yeah. over, you know, over a period of time, maybe like an annual an annual thing. Do, do NHS have a guideline on sort of when you should get your first check? Because just like with women, right, you get your, um, what's it called? Smear, um, test. smear test. at a certain smear age. Test. Yeah. So do they also have a guideline um, on this? I thought they did, but I thought it was over 40 for some reason. I guess we can check and um, see. I don't think there is... Uh... I don't think there is any sort of specific age. I, and, and, and I, I would probably say they wouldn't. I, I'm, I'm assuming there's no age, and I'd also guess they wouldn't give an age because if anyone was to contract the cancer from you know younger than the age that they they recommend, it could also you know backfire. So I'm I'm, I'm just assuming that they wouldn't. But P and Shvild, were you aware of any of those facts? Did any of those facts alarm you? Um, alarming, yes. But then I also wonder if you was to list out some other cancerous diseases, it would probably sound quite similar in terms of the number out of so many men, X number, um, get it, etc. So, but it's the most con but it's the most common. I'm not saying that it's the, the the main killer for men, but it's the most common cancer for men. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think. Yeah, no, no, it is alarming for sure because because in, especially when you spoke about. Um, uh, um, the, the the increase more um, prevalent in 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 minorities or say black men, and also if you have a history, if there's a history in your family, and that made me think I don't even know if there's a history in my family, right? So, 
this brings us to raising the awareness around asking the right questions um, to our parents and beyond to know exactly um because that also could increase the urgency to get checked if we ask the question to our parents now you know could you share with me a list of history in terms of we may find out it's a good idea to 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 to, to check and i haven't had that conversation like with my mom so i'm just assuming there is nothing right um maybe she doesn't even know so it's 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 yeah a lot to mm. a lot to reflect on um and I guess for me, I'm I'm even thinking now, and we've got so much more to cover. What actions to take after this? But sure, go ahead. Now I'm a similar boat to you, Peter. I think Daniel, they're they're great uh, facts to to share and good numbers to to share as well, because I think it gives some context to the um, how damaging this cancer can be. But you know, I've I've not uh, looked at that, and I'm not aware of that. And I was reflecting a bit when also P was talking. I mean, both of my grandfathers had died from cancer, and then also my uncle, one of my uncles on my mother's side, died of cancer. I don't think it was prostate. I think it was something else. Um, it's, I know my uncle, who most recently passed away a couple of years ago, it was from lung cancer. So um, there's definitely that type of. I wouldn't describe it as a pattern, but there's at least people that have had cancer in, in my family. And I think that statistically as a broader population is probably in line. Um, but I'll definitely check out which types of cancer it is based on those sh stats that you've shared. I did some quick research. It does say um, typically, and they have it in terms of high, medium and average risk. But they say if you are high risk or someone in your family has had prostate, you should get checked by the age of 40 is what they say your first screening or first check-in. And then if you're mm. average risk in what they class, they say 50. And I think that's what I've always had. And maybe that's the reason why I've never really focused on this and focus more on health check versus prostate, because I've always been told that, hey, there's like an age where you say, okay, you need to go and get this checked. So like in my mind is like, okay, I'm going to be around with my friends at the age of 40 or 50 and say, hey guys, I just got my prostate checked have you guys had it because it's more that conversation right versus something in my 30s should i say yeah okay fair enough op you're gonna say something no does it talk a little bit about how it's developed i know it's cancer but does it any... no it's just it was just more about you know it's the size of walnut and it grows over time but i don't know what the actual cause to it growing or becoming hard or, uh, or any lumpy sort of um, feel to it i don't know but then on the point of Olu mentioning in age 40, then that brings me to other health checks. And Shuel mentioned about general health checks and we can get onto that, but also testicular cancer doesn't, isn't necessarily a spectrum of age. So has anyone had checks for testicular cancer? Because that's not around the age 40 mark. People die from, can be of, you know, in their twenties, mid twenties, early thirties. I'm guessing that the answer is no to be checked. Yeah, I think, right? I think you're going to find that as a, as a, as a common theme especially with me anyway um actually to stick to... My, my, my checks my checks are five times a day on my prayer map with god <laughs> i would say for for testicular cancer i have actually been checked before because there was once where when was this now this was probably maybe five six years ago there was like a lump and i was like mm, oh, yeah, yeah. not sure about this one and then um i went to a um doctor this was in switzerland 
And she checked me out and she said, no, nah, you're, you're all cool. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that that was daunting I, because there was a process I where... How did it feel uh, like? Sure so in like the run-up run to it, you Google it and you're like, mm, this doesn't seem to feel right. Well, I haven't noticed this before. Um, and then you're going there, then naturally you're just going to assume the worst, right? And then she stood there checking me. Um, and I, <laughs> you know, no, yeah. I'm laughing. Yeah, go, go, so but she was stood there checking me, and during that time, I mean, you're still assuming the worst, and it's a bit of a weird, weird process where you're you're there with the doctor you've just met. This is in Switzerland, bear in mind, so it's private healthcare, so it's still quite nice. Um, and she's feeling me up, checking me out. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, in the end, she was like, "No, I think you're you're okay. You've got nothing to to worry about." So it was actually quite reassuring. I didn't believe her for the first couple of days, and then after that, I was like, "Okay, maybe." Um, uh, maybe she's got something. So other than that time, I haven't. I do sometimes check once in a while, but I haven't gone to the doctor again to check like that. Okay. So Has anyone else? No. The reason why I was laughing because I just I just pictured myself and I was thinking to myself, if I was, if I felt a lump down there, I'd just be like, oh, I'm probably gonna go down soon. I just go to bed. You know, so it's it's. What, I'll what sleep I'm away. Bed, yeah, I'll sleep. I'll sleep. I'm gonna sleep anyway. <laughs> probably go to, probably go down anyway. But what I think I'm um I say that to joke, but I'm, the the seriousness behind it is how you react to what could potentially be. Like it's about developing the consciousness of checks and and health checks, and that should be my go-to move. Mm. I speak for myself. It's not right. If if. If, honestly, if I felt a lump somewhere, I would just be like, I, I think it's going to go down or I'll sleep. I think that's the best remedy. That's not th the way to manage yourself, right? So it's, it's, <laughs> it's, um, but you'd be surprised that that's people's reaction. Oh, I've got stuff to do tomorrow. I'll, it'll just go down, whatever. No. Unless it, unless it actually physically stops you from walking or moving, we tend to just say, yeah, no, whatever, I'll live with it. You know, it's this, it's making my neck turn a little funny, but it's cool. I, I, I got work do, to do. do. Do you think that's a male thing, Pete? Cultural thing. I think I it's think. yeah. I'm not gonna say it's a winner's okay. mentality, but that's that's dumb to say that. But I don't think it's a male. I don't think it's a gender thing because I think I I know a lot of, and they say in um, especially with black women, right? The reason why some of the fatality levels are so high is because they black might not um not like a check, but they downplay their pain or or, or uh, normalize mm. it to a point where you might just say oh the doctor might say oh how is it right long story short i had one of my aunties passed away from cancer and she went to the hospital to get checked and they asked the questions how is it etc she's mentioned the pain level um and they sent her back home with like just like antibiotics like really until she came back a few months ago and they did further tests and they realized, oh, wow, this is more severe than needed. So I think there's an element of it where it's a race, ethnicity element of it, cultural element of it. Um, there's a trust factor, right? People will be like, yo, I come to the hospital with a cold and I leave with X, Y, and Z. Um, I think what Pete is saying is some people are more comfortable with the unknown, right? It's if I rather, some people might have a um, thought process, they'll rather they have 10 years to live than knowing that they have 10 years to live because then you might start living your life like, oh, in depression, etc. So um, I think we need to do a better job. I, I, It takes a lot for me to go to the hospital. Like, if I'm completely honest, I 
have certain time limits where I'm like, okay, my most of mine are more from like physical, maybe sports or injuries, right? But if I'm struggling to walk or my shoulder hurts or whatever, I'm more like, okay, I'm gonna leave a month, two months. Let's see how I feel. I think the the one that I finally, and to be honest, the only reason I probably got it checked was because of my partner. Um, was I was having like coughs, right? Um, and this was during COVID time. Um, so for me, it was just like an inconvenience. It wasn't too much of a, mm -hmm. I, I was still able to play football, but then the person noticed was like, wait, I feel like you're coughing more frequently. I think you should actually go and get this checked. And I'm like, oh, it's nothing. It's not a big deal. Finally, I called up the GP. They said, oh, um, maybe potentially you have, you're gaining asthma. I was like, there's no way that I can be gaining late asthma like it doesn't make sense they tried to give me a asthma pump again it didn't really solve anything so i finally got a chest x-ray um which was the final step and to be honest they came back and said everything was okay and the cough just went so <laughs> but it just says that if it wasn't for my partner sort of telling me hey go and get yourself checked and i think in a lot of times it is you're like i'm sure with you pabilo if Lauren noticed something like, oh, you're always coughing or whatever, or hey, there's a rash or whatever, she's probably going to put more pressure on you to get it checked than you would probably do to yourself. So, he doesn't look so sure. No, because I actually had a similar situation where I was, um, um, I don't know, a couple of months ago, I was, I seemed to be coughing a lot in the evening. And I, I thought to myself, there must be some sort of particles in the air from this new construction that they're building or something. But it'll get to the evening time and I'm coughing bad, waking up in the night coughing. And I just took the approach of, okay, just drink some water and try and clear my throat with whatever we've got in the house. And then hopefully it'll go away. Um, the other thing, I, so that, yeah, that was just that point. But it's, it's I'm, I'm using this opportunity as we're talking now to, to ask myself, why don't I, um, why am I not more proactive with, you know, it's funny, we admire like, for example, sports players, LeBron James and Cristiano Ronaldo, and we're, we're kind of aware of their, their regime, their training regime. Um, and we admire it to a point where we should, I'm sure they get checked on a, on a regular basis, right? But there's, and I think this comes on to the point I always mentioned, culturally, there's something which is, it's like a bit taboo. We don't go there. My dad's a doctor for the listeners that are not aware. And he did say to me, he said to me, I'll get your blood, your blood pressure checked. So we, we bought a machine and I checked a couple of times. I was like, yeah, it's cool. And maybe it's just this assumption that unless there's something physically wrong with me and I can't move, then I'm perfectly fine. Um, but these diseases that we're talking about now, Daniel, are diseases that you actually don't tend to realize until it's too late. Um, but there's a mind, there's there's something in the mind that is blocking, I think, people that look like me from checking themselves every six months, which actually is probably a good thing to do. So yeah, I've I've got more reflections than I have, I think. Um, Test. Yeah, certainly. <laughs> on, certainly. On, on that, how how often are you guys? And I think Daniel alluded to it already previously in his comment. How often are you guys getting like general health checks? I, I don't think. Sure. I'll let Pierre say that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think sure understands what I'm coming from. But like, he is saying that he's never been checked. Is basically even even general ones, P. My bro. I have not what seen. Do you, P first. I don't to think. Define, what do you class as general? I know it means general. When they just 
Honestly, like they take they take your blood, they take your blood pressure, they test your like cholesterol levels. Cholesterol, yeah, all of these things. So I actually had in the virus, they've got this free appointment that you can book, right? And you still had don't the take, appointment, you still don't take it. No, had the appointment booked. It kept on getting it moved for whatever reason. I just said, oh, forget it. I ain't got time for that anymore. That was my that was my attitude to it. So to be honest with you, I probably need to reschedule that. That's one. But two, the last time I actually got like a general check, this is gonna sound it's primary school or secondary school. <laughs> Bro, I think around that time. I'm not gonna lie to you. Years. So I I mine I wanted to start doing it on a yearly basis. The last time I did mine was oh it was actually a conversation with P. No, not P, sorry, um Daniel. I remember Daniel was mentioning how he gets like a full check every year. I can't remember, was it a topic? Uh, maybe it was one of these topics that we were doing previously, but Daniel mentioned that he does get like, like an annual MOT test. Right. And I was like, Oh shoot, let me, <laughs> let me actually get this test. And I did it once, but, but then I haven't rescheduled it ever since. <laughs> so I need to, to be honest, I want to make this an annual thing where I'm just getting myself full blood, everything test. I think, I think, yeah. I was going to say, I think it's, it's important that we do, um, you know, jokes aside, I think, you know, we, we laugh off and think, oh, if I'm not feeling anything, I can just carry on. But we also have to be cognizant to the fact that some things can go undetected without any symptoms, without any pain. Mm. So it's good, especially if you've got private healthcare where you're not, you know, it's, it's part of what you're paying for, maybe on a, you know, benefiting kind from work, but just to be aware of what's going on in your body, at least. Just it might just boost your confidence, just knowing that you know what, I'm good, because you might not realize even when it comes to food that you could easily you know raise your cholesterol level and not be in control of it. That you might think, okay, I need to cut back on a few you know some dairy products or cut back on this for a period of time just to see how you know how it affects it. Because there was a point in time where my vitamin D level was if I was deficient and I was feeling tired all the time. I'll wake up in the morning tired, during the day tired. In the evening on the way home, tired. I didn't know what it was. And then I went to get checked and my, my vitamin D levels were very low. And I was given prescribed some um, supplement, not over-the-counter supplements, but prescribed some supplements to, to boost my vitamin D to get it to a normal level. And after a seven-week course, it went to a satisfactory level, but was then told to keep it or maintain that level with um, over-the-counter vitamin D supplements. But those are, you know, without having checks, we automatically would run to Google and Google can do one or two things. It's either like, ah, oh, cool, it's not that bad. I'm not going to die. Or, damn, I'm dying. Just from Google searches. And we, we often think, okay, well, if, I, if I'm not dead by the morning, you know, I'm good. I can carry on. <laughs> bit, bit similar to P's, P's philosophy of, all right, let me just go to sleep. <laughs> Lucky, luckily, Daniel, you didn't go to, luckily, Daniel, you didn't go to P for advice. He would have just oh, said, no, yo, definitely. you need to hustle harder, man. You need to work harder. That's the only reason you're tired, bro. You need to get on the hustle. <laughs> you're you're, you're hurting because you're not working hard enough. Yeah, yeah. probably. What's going on? Um, but I was going to say, Daniel, is that the times when you were sleeping in the cinema? <laughs> yeah, probably at the same times. Yeah, yeah. At the same times, that's it. Yeah, probably, um, probably around the same times because I think I was, I actually, I had avoided, not avoided, I had put off getting tested for vitamin D for about three, four years. It was Melissa who encouraged me or forced me to book an appointment. I just thought it was normal, but no, no, sorry, tell a lie. I had, I had been tested the year before, and I was told it was low. 
that I should get some supplement. They gave me his prescription. And me being me, I was single at the time. I just thought, yeah, forget it. I ain't going to buy these supplements. I'm not going to the to the pharmacy. It's going to take some time. Mm-hmm. And I just ignored it. But then I think about maybe two years later, I went again and I actually followed through to pay for and get the prescription. So I think it's part of me thinks it's a cultural thing in the whole aspect of even as we speak about this topic, we don't probably haven't spoken to our parents about this. We don't speak enough amongst friends about this. Um, because if we're not speaking about it now, I don't think 40 is going to drastically change mm. anything in terms of our conversations. It either happens now organically or it, or it doesn't happen at all. Um, and I th- yeah, I just think as a, as a culture, as, as black and brown individuals, we often talk about career, working, working hard, providing for the family, Getting you know, money. aspirations, providing, but we don't talk about our health. As long as our health is not being detrimental or damaging us, we just often skip it. A bit like mental health. We, you know, years ago, what, what were you trying to say to your parents that, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm my, you know, I'm battling with this. Get on with it, man. Just, yeah. Just... <laughs> no, but then, you know, I, I, on that point there, I'd say, at least for us four, I'd say we do take, we, we are taking our health seriously because you can see, you know, the activities that we're, we're, we're running, we're, you know, boxing, we're doing things, right? Yeah, we're, we're taking that bit seriously. We're taking the bits we control seriously, but we're not taking the bits to get checked seriously. And, yeah, and, and um, yeah, I think the other thing I was just thinking as well, I think, I think naturally you'll be more wanting to do as you get older. I guess the thing is, is making sure you don't leave it too late. For me personally, I've actually wanted to go beyond just the running, look into biohacking, look into... I mean, meditation is a form of health, but I think since having Karim, you start to pay attention to how can I even be perform at a high level just from, I don't know, modifying or getting, and maybe checks is also part of that next step. But it's 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 about doing it sooner rather than later. Because there'll mm. always be a reason to feel like, oh, I can do it next year. At least I'm thinking about it. You know, I can just postpone it. So maybe I think it's about the urgency and, and, then, the, and then the consistency. So you're going to add mm. that to your to your 2021 goal before the end of the year yeah yeah i'm actually going to look into it honestly serious serious and then look into general checks here in switzerland myself and lauren to get it done um because i think there'll be some points that will there'll be some feedback that we will take into consideration and that was what my dad was talking about he was like you need to check get yourself checked not because there's something wrong but to know how you need to manage your your body and i think that's that's the piece which Maybe we should look at it that way, right? Sometimes we think, why are you looking at Olu? I was gonna oh. I was gonna put in a language that you can understand, P. What Before you buy a property, would you not get a valuation? <laughs> so that you nah, can know what needs to the valuation takes too long. If all I just need is someone to go in there and view it, if they give it the okay, I'll buy it. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's why <laughs> that's why you don't have any general test. You're high risk. <laughs> You're high risk taker. <laughs> so it's it's um but I think I think maybe the, the way the way to frame it for myself is you want feedback on what you can do better, not feedback on on you've only got a couple more days to live. And this is perhaps the the the, the change in the, the mindset shift. You understand? But then, but then you also have to think about on that point is prevention is better than cure, because if anything is happening at that stage, it's going to take a lot to unwind and unravel because it's going to have started somewhere and it's not going to have appeared overnight. Mm. When you think about whether it be um, 
diabetes, type two, heart disease. They don't know, they're not things that appear overnight. They're gonna be things that build up to that stage. So it's better to get checked along the way before it's at a stage where it's almost irreversible or it's very difficult to reverse because you probably you probably embedded and incorporated many habits that are gonna be probably bad habits that are gonna be difficult to undo. Mm. That's that's a, that's probably a very um yeah. I think also yeah, just to, just to add, I think it's also um, I think being observant of the patterns around you. So for me, since so pre twenty seventeen, I never did a health check, never really paid much attention to it. Um, was also the similar type where I didn't really like taking medication. It was like I'll sleep it off, kind of similar to what people were say, saying earlier. But I think for me, the trigger were two things. One is when. I got like um, a slipped disc in my back from a lack of sleep for three months. And then also around the same time that my dad had his stroke. And I think those were two data points to me where I was like, if I was paying attention to the signs, then I could have picked up on both of those earlier. I think also reflecting a little bit what we were talking about, the cultural piece. So if I think about my dad, right, he's now close, he's approaching his 60s or in his 60s now. I don't know any of his male friends that don't have a health problem every single person of his friends has diabetes blood pressure has had a stroke heart attack has died early um all of these things and all of these guys for years were working a lot not sleeping enough not eating properly not exercising as much as they should have done and i've seen that pattern in that generation and a lot of his friends have actually passed away early so i think these are all trigger points for me. So since 2017, I take an annual health check. My ask actually to the listeners is check with your companies whether they offer that because actually a lot of them do. It's just something that we may not be checking. And for me, I've actually been doing it annually with the company that I've been working at. Um, and it just gives you that peace of mind. And it's it's easy for us to f follow the statistics of our parents and stuff. And genetically, we're not built to be in this society eating the food that they're telling us to eat and not exercising and being um, sedentary and not doing enough activity. So the system isn't built for us to be healthy. So it takes a lot of effort and conscious intention to, to kind of battle against that. But I would probably ask everyone to just check. And you don't want to do too late. I've seen it with my dad. When he was in the hospital, I see it now every day. When he struggles with his um, walking, he always talks about, oh, I didn't realize diabetes was such a big, big deal. After he was diagnosed, he carried on eating and doing whatever he was doing, along with all of his friends, and half of them have now passed away. So I'll probably just tell the listeners and all of us to really take it seriously because, mate, health is the number one asset. If we don't have our health, how, how many of us have been sick for like two days and we're like, bro, you can take all the properties, the stocks, the cryptos, the bitcoins, take it all, um, just give me my energy back. So I just ask everyone to really take it seriously for the long term. Very good points. Very, very good points. I think, Daniel, we should wrap it up on that one. Perfect. No, no, no. I, I, I was going to say, so to, to, to round off, I think it's been, even as I put the agenda together, I learned more. But even speaking to the three of you, I've learned even more. And I think and I hope that listeners have also learned something, whether it's you're, you're a male listener or you're a female, whether you have a, a father figure, a dad, a brother, may have sons one day, you have a son, um, cousins to, you know, in, encourage the conversation. Let it not be something that we just constrict to a month when it's sort of, you know, when it comes to prostate cancer, you know, making it a certain month in the year and many sports 
um, you know, sports stars are, are talking about it. But let's encourage a safe space to be actively talking about it, not just that part of our health, but our general health as well, and, and being, you know, getting regularly checked up. So one question I'm going to ask, well, the same question I asked to each of you is, what are you going to do differently in regards to your health before the year's up? And I'll start. I'll start. I'm going to get checked out, get uh, uh, my prostate checked. Oh, you're going prostate? You're going prostate? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, you're going deep. <laughs> literally, literally. <laughs> Mr. Johnson's going deep. Okay. Um, I ain't going that deep. I'm going to get, I'm going to reschedule that, that, that general health check with um, the health company that I work for, ironically. Can you imagine? Um, and then, yeah, get Lauren to do it as well. Yeah, for me, same with um, P, health check. Yeah, I think I probably I'm, I'm, I'm in Daniel's camp. I may get this prostate checked. I've not even thought about it before, but if you're getting it done, then I'll get it done as well. I w just to add as well, I'm going to check the prices on that colon cleansing. I like that. <laughs> I like the sign of that. I might get that done before the end of the year. Okay, that's 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 encouraging. Uh, but no, thank you all for your input. Thanks for your insight. And you know, we'll 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 revisit this to make sure everyone's done this before the end of the year, as we approach that quite rapidly. Um, so, as always, listeners, we hope you found this episode quite different, but we also hope it's brought value to you um, in in many ways than and more than one. As always, if you have any feedback for us, you can find us on Instagram at Take Flight Podcast. Or you can email us at takeflatpodcast at gmail.com. Until next week, stay safe and look after one another. God bless. Take off, take flight with you. Yeah. We never fly away.